Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. As voters prepare for the November 8th general election, Alabama Secretary of State John Merrill joins us by Skype to talk about voter registration, absentee voting, and what's on the ballot. Alabama Secretary of State John Merrill, thank you so much for joining us by Skype here at Troy Public Radio. I'm delighted to be with you today, Carolyn. Here we are before a major election, November the 8th, and my first question to you is, the Alabama redistricting plan now before the U.S. Supreme Court as a voting rights case, will any of this affect this upcoming election? No, ma'am, absolutely not. We're not sure when we're going to have the results of the hearing that was issued before the Supreme Court, but we do know that it will not impact the November 8th general election. You have been sending the mobile van around to get photo IDs of people who are registering to vote, and that schedule is on your website. How is that going? Oh, it's going extraordinarily well, Carolyn, and I'll remind your listeners that we will be in Chambers County, Tallapoosa County, Barber County, Houston County, Randolph County, Clay County, Cleburne County, Montgomery County, Jefferson County, and Connecticut County all within the next week. So if they are in any of those areas or any of the surrounding areas within the sound of our voice, they need to check our website at alabamavotes.gov to see where the mobile unit will be and if it's in their area. Let's talk a few minutes about voter registration at this point. When is the cutoff date? Well, the cutoff date will be two weeks before the election, and that will enable us to be able to properly process all of the applications that we will receive getting ready for the general election on November the 8th. So we want to make sure that each and every person that wants to participate in this election is registered no later than close of business on October 24th. And if they register electronically, it needs to be done before 115959 on October 24th. So can they actually register on your website? Yes, ma'am, at alabamavotes.gov. As long as they have a valid Alabama driver's license, and they're not disqualified for any other reason, any individual can properly register on the website. They can also download the mobile app at Vote for Alabama and register on the mobile app as long as they have a valid Alabama driver's license. In your tenure, you have increased the number of registered voters to what? Well, actually, Carolyn, since January the 19th, 2015, as of today, we've registered 2,145,832 new voters. And we now have a record 3,679,375 registered voters in the state of Alabama. 96% of all eligible African-Americans are registered to vote. 91% of all eligible white Alabamians are registered to vote. And 94% of all eligible Alabamians are currently registered to vote in our state. We take a lot of pride in that, Carolyn. And the facts speak that this has not been an encumbrance at any level, because not only have we broken all records for voter registration 
in the history of the state. We've broken every record for voter participation in the history of the state in that same period of time. Secretary Merrill, when the pandemic, the COVID pandemic began, you allowed people to vote absentee because of that pandemic scare. People being in close proximity tended to spread those germs. Is that still a valid reason for voting absentee or have those reasons changed? No, ma'am, that is not a valid reason to vote absentee because Dr. Scott Harris and our other members of our state health officer team have indicated that we're not in a pandemic at this time. So what we would encourage people to do is to look at the 11 reasons that are available for people to make application to vote absentee and then encourage them to make application, receive their ballot, and then to cast their ballot within the next 35 days. And what are some of those usual reasons? Well, someone may be away at school. Someone may be out of town. Someone may be working a double shift. Someone may be ill or infirmed and unable to go to the polls. And anytime that happens, we want those people to be able to vote too. It's possible that they could vote in-person absentee if they desired, as well as to vote absentee by mail. How many more opportunities do people have to register absentee through their own absentee election manager or through your office? Is that correct? Yes, ma'am, it is correct. And those individuals have until November the 1st at close of business to make application to vote absentee by mail. You can also register to vote in person absentee as late as November the 3rd. But You have to return your ballot if you're returning it in person absentee. It must be turned in by close of business on Monday, November the 7th. If you mail it, it has to be received no later than noon on Election Day, which is November the 8th. I remember the last time we checked, it cost about $1.60 to mail it back, and I, I bet it's a little bit more now that the postal rates have gone up, so people need to factor that in. Yes, ma'am. I believe it's about $1.75 if you use the envelopes that are prepared by the absentee election manager. The sample ballot seems to be rather full. Can you give us sort of a general idea of what's on it? We have a number of state races that are on the ballot. Our governor's race, the lieutenant governor, the attorney general, the secretary of state, the auditor, the treasurer, the ag commissioner, as well as all 140 members of the Alabama legislature. Both of our U.S. senators have been elected within the last two years. The second seat, the one that's being vacated by Senator Shelby after 36 years of incredible service, will be up on the ballot November the 8th. And our members of Congress in all seven congressional districts will be on the ballot. We have a couple of Supreme Court seats that are on the ballot, as well as the sheriff's races in all 67 counties, some county commission races, some elected school board races, and then, of course, some local school board races as well, and state board of education races. There's a couple of public service commission races that are statewide, and some amendments to the Constitution that will also be on the ballot November the 8th. This is a general election, so can people do crossover voting? Not only can people vote for the candidate of their choice, regardless of their identified party, they can also write in an alternative candidate if they choose to by simply 
blocking in the oval, writing the name of the individual that they would like to support in the race that they would like to support, and then they can submit that ballot as their ballot for consideration. Well, Secretary Merrill, we are short on time, and I know that you and I are going to talk again before the November 8th election, and we're going to take a closer look at those amendments because there are a lot of them. So I thank you for joining us today by Skype. Always my pleasure, Carolyn. Joining us by Skype to preview the November 8th general election was Alabama Secretary of State John Merrill. More information can be found at the alabamavotes.gov website and the mobile app, Vote for Alabama. On the website, you can pull up your county and study the sample ballot. And Secretary Merrill will join us again prior to the actual election to delve into the proposed constitutional amendments. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is now a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio.